Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, we're going to be speaking to a best-selling author and speaker, and he's going to teach us all about positively outrageous service. His journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. So I've always been a fan of extreme customer service, and I, I think that separates one business from another. An example I always give is the, the beds at the Four Seasons are not all that much more comfortable than the La Quinta. Why do you pay several hundred dollars a night more at the Four Seasons? It's because how they make you feel. You walk in, you get greeted, sir, ma'am, still sparkling. It's a feeling. And I believe every business in the country could, could learn from my next guest. It's Michael Hoffman. He is an amazing speaker and author. And, He's my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah, I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah. Well, we got connected through National Speakers Associations, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago and got reconnected recently at a luncheon. And uh, one, I, I admire your voice. You have that. I call it. The, the, he's got the voice of God. Wait till you hear it. <laughs> now, now there's a pressure. Now I got to sound like Morgan Freeman for some yeah. reason, which is not me. I, I bet you could do the imagine in a world. In a world. In a world. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about your your um, your journey in outrageous customer service. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I've been a speaker for a long time, since 95, when we first got started. Uh, and the, the, really, the topic is that those people interactions, whether whether it's internal or external, you, you kind of, you can't have two faces. Yes. So that, that customer experience uh, starts with us interacting with each other. And... Yeah. So that, that whole concept is really kind of near and dear to my heart. The impact that we have, uh, especially an individual in front of you, yes, is absolutely everything. What I say, what I do. And for the last 30 years, I've built a career on helping people really understand the power that they have with interacting with somebody in front of them. And we've kind of turned that into, okay, how does that impact business? And, and how do we have it start in the office so yes. that it floods over to the people that use us? Okay, this yeah. much more on Michael in a minute. We found his speaker reel. Let's go ahead and roll that. I put you in a situation where you had to make a choice. You had to say, am I gonna own this or not? Most of you were going, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? That's not what a leader is, by the way. A person of influence doesn't wait. Every boss loves those employees that really own their position. Those are the ones we want a hundred of. So we start to champion the wrong things. We start championing numbers. Yes, we celebrate the numbers, but we bring emphasis to the how. I know we come to these gatherings, we go, oh, Whataburger, woo, everything is blue. We bleed orange, yeah. And then you go home and you open the door and it goes and you go, ah, ah. Five o'clock, we'll see you guys later, okay? Have a good day. This is the way it is. This is called business. 
So if the business isn't the problem, then what's the problem? I get called into organizations to talk about creating an own it culture all the time. And there are three levels that we got to approach this at. First of all, there's the C level. The fact is, if we're not living it as leaders, then we become the victims of our culture. And there's a lot of things we can blame as opposed to the masters of our culture. I want to be your vision interpreter. I want to help these people understand their role in what we're trying to accomplish to get them excited and pumped up about that role. Do you own it? See, you can't own it if you don't do it on purpose. One of my favorite things to do is actually do some secret shopping. So I'm going to come out to your organization and experience what it's like. A lot of us think that if we hire right, that that's that's it you just got to hire the right people and the idea is that we actually create a culture michael has obviously done his homework because he talks about things that are specific to our industry to what our people are facing in the field they're moving on to the next tornado they need somebody on the outside going by the way this was you that rocked you nailed that and their confidence starts to go he has so much insight into exactly what your sales force or your company is going through. Then he comes and he knocks it out of the park. We can work with organizations in creating that momentum, in supporting that momentum on every level, whether it's working with the upper echelon, whether it's equipping that middle management, or whether it's igniting and equipping that frontline people. And we can keep that momentum going throughout the year to make that true change in creating your vision. Have you ever worked with that person who's super nice, nicest person in the world, until you add a little tornado? And then they mutate, they go <laughs> Look at me, do not make eye contact right now. That's such a strong choice that you're making somebody else make a choice. And they're looking at you like, oh, good Lord. Um, subconsciously, you are reaching into that bag like crazy. What am I gonna do, what am I gonna say? And out it came. You are all in sales. That's what problem solving is. We need an attitude of ownership. They have an event that is focused to launch into a vision, and then we keep that vision going throughout the year with motivation and training. When you have both, you've got momentum. See, a person with skill sets that knows they're there, that practices in there, those are the people that reach in when it gets hard. That's how you know you own it. Michael, I love your energy. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> so I watch that guy. I like that guy. That's a fun guy. All right, so I have a theory that customer service is in steep decline right now. I mean, we everybody's talking about chat, GPT, and AI, and all that mm. stuff, but nothing uh, takes the place of, of humans and the human touch and really caring about people. So to, let's talk about the, the, uh, the kinds of speeches you're doing these days and the industries that are hiring you. Well, I, I will tell you, any, any industry where the experience is the differentiator uh, or the culture of family is tremendously important, internal or external, it's that experience. Those are the people that can really use what we do because it's, it'll always depend. Even, even if we're dealing with AI and where we're going and how is it going to change, the, the experience will always depend on 
a human interaction. What I say and what I do with a human in front of me will always be, whether it's internal or external, the main purpose. And that's a skill set. And that will always need to be ignited and equipped. And you've t you told me that um, <clears throat> you, you have clients that will hire you year after year for yeah. 20 years. Yeah, we've had, we had, I think we were doing the numbers one time where we had, uh, it was over 90% of the clients that we've had have hired us back. So, it, the, the, you know, the running thought is, is if you have us once, you'll have us again. <laughs> Only because it's just, it's, it's, we have a way of, of, of igniting a crowd through humor and interaction, but really driving home the message that, uh, where people walk away knowing I do have great power and great influence, and I'm expected to do things on a skill level on purpose. And that's the whole thing, on purpose, on purpose. Well, what are those things? And that's where we can really help an organization. Yes, I want to talk about your best-selling book, Positively Outrageous <laughs> Service. We're going to put the, the book cover up on the screen. Uh, and you, you co-wrote that with <laughs> Andrew Zabo, a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, um, tell us more about the book. T. Scott Gross wrote this book back in the early 90s. Okay. And uh, it was a uh, international, uh, national bestseller, long time. It sold almost 300,000 copies. I mean, it, it launched a lot of businesses and was, was the book. Scott was the guy. And he was a good speaker friend of ours here locally in Dallas. And over the years, he, um, he ha had a battle with Parkinson's. And so he asked a, a couple of us, Andrew Zabo and myself, if we could help out. Well, over the years, our programs were so similar and Scott uh, was kind of backing off. So we, he said, can you help us take over, the, take over the brand? And so always a big fan of the approach for Positively Outrageous Service on how he set that up that we incorporated into ours. And so we've been running Positively Outrageous Service for the last, gosh, almost over almost six years now. Wow. And uh, taking that to new heights. Yeah. All right, give us a takeaway from the book. What's, uh, what's one of the chapters? Okay, I will tell you one of my favorite things, and this, this aligned to everything that I've been about since the very beginning, and that is that an organization builds a culture of ownership. It's, it's not our pheromones. You know, we don't, we don't, we say things and do things that have people walking away going, I love this place. And so when we put our hands around the things that we do and we say, we can duplicate that through other folks. So if I can bring people on board with, with how we do it, and that's about anchors and traditions, setting up anchors and traditions. This is how we do it. And in the books, uh, Scott really emphasized that uh, I, I proclaim, I have been proclaiming for years, decades on three things that I love. And he says, uh, uh, random and unexpected. Be random and unexpected. If you want to create an experience, it's the stuff that catches people by surprise that really has people go, I did not expect that. So random and unexpected, out of proportion to the circumstances. You brought up an example of some of the, uh, some of the icons, some of the, the, the hotels. What's the difference between this and this? And a lot of it is how I feel about me. Right. So random and unexpected, out of proportion to the, uh, to the circumstances, and then play. You know, is there a sense of playfulness? And if they all bank on the idea that I have great influence, influence, not, not control. I have great influence on how you see you, you know, by, by how you feel about you when you're around me. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm not going to, you know, get into a mind meld, but I know that you feel great around you and I have great control about that. So I want to teach you how to, how to do that through play and being random and out of proportion. And that's the, those foundations that when it, it becomes part of our culture, the culture ignites with ownership when they know their boundaries. It's awesome.
I love it. I love it. Okay, we have a couple minutes left, so I want you to talk to the meeting planner out there about how you customize your speech to their group. I mean, you learn their vernacular. You learn yeah. whether they call them employees or team members. And mm -hmm. uh, tell us the process. Guests, family, everybody has their own language, and so it's it's our job as the professional speakers to come to come in and really kind of. Uh, do your due diligence, have your interviews, and talk to people about to, to help build a language because these concepts are universal, but how they're applied is the secret sauce. So I do a lot of due diligence, and um, whether, it depends on where you put me. If you're going to put me in an opening through humor and interaction, you get a taste of that through the through the demo video. But but there's a lot we you know we're going to laugh and learn twice as much. That's our approach. So inter through interaction, put me in the opening. Let me open up the conference. Let me open up the conference. We'll get everybody's, the walls to come down, everybody up and connected and ready to go. Oh my gosh, we haven't even started. It's the best conference yet. Or as that refresh uh, halfway through where we bring a little energy and or at the end where we're wrapping up uh, and tying up everything that we've gone through. Now let's put it into action and let's hit the ground running when we go back. So those are the approaches. And each of those slots, we will take the concepts that we bring of doing things on purpose, and we've got some of those tactics through anchors and traditions, and then we tie it into where what, what their theme is and what they're trying to accomplish, and whether we start it out strong, or whether we keep the energy going, or whether we wrap it up with a bow, man, that's what that's what we're going with. That's how you use me and, and the topic of positively outrageous service. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can see why you're so successful. Oh, we're thanks, gonna end with his website, which is ignitingperformance.com, the great Michael Hoffman. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.